All right, Mixed Master B here live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. And on the phone lines right now, I have actress, businesswoman, model, and a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan, Miss Ariana London. How are you? I am good. Good morning. Um, I wouldn't say diehard because if you start asking me questions, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth because uh, I don't know too much about the Eagles, but I definitely vouch for them whenever I get a chance. Well, you thank you for that for introduction. Them. Well, you root for them, so that's uh, you know that's more than what some people here in Philadelphia can do for them, especially if they're losing. Um. Are you <laughs> wait? Whoa! Wait! 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 wait we lo- no, no, no. We actually have some. When I was over there, there's a lot of Eagle pride. I, I was surprised i hadn't been there in a really long time and we got like dunkin donuts official eagles coffee and everywhere you walk in i went in and there was like eagles it's everywhere so i would have to break different because i think they got a lot of love over there well team. yeah they got they got love for them but that love can we can easily turn it can sway depending on the outcome every sunday or monday or thursday uh, it, yes yeah one week they're in love with Sam Bradford, and next week it's why did we pay this guy and why did we go get him? And yeah, it's a love hate relationship here. Well, East Coast just a volatile bunch, so you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> but we want to talk about you. We'll get to the Eagles talk in a bit, but we want to talk about you. So looking at your resume here, it's like a, you're an actress, you're a model. And mm-hmm. you obviously are successful at both of them, which makes you a businesswoman. And you've done a lot of like um, that. We want to talk about the X out campaign. So I want to talk about that. Um, but kind of take us from the beginning. Where are you originally from? I'm from L.A. I'm uh, born and raised, well, raised throughout California, but originally from a little city called Torrance, which is, I guess, L.A. County. Oh, it is L.A. County. So, um, yeah, I'm like a native to this to these parts now One of growing, the few, apparently growing up in that area it's it's there's so many so-called self-proclaimed models and actresses um how did you get into the business and kind of separate yourself from everybody else that was out there claiming to be the next it person that's funny you say that because I was listening to your podcast with my girlfriend um Andrea Prince and you guys were talking about this very same thing um, for a minute, I didn't even want to announce that I was in the industry because I thought it was so cliche and embarrassing because as she had said, and you guys kind of talked about, um, when you go somewhere, especially in the city, it's true. Like everybody's an actor. So it's just like, Oh Jesus Christ, here we go. A bunch of like non-working actors or models in the same vicinity. And it's embarrassing. So I didn't tell anybody what I did. I just kind of like got on my grind and I was in and out of it in some way, some capacity, pretty much all through my life, whether I was doing it myself or I was surrounded by it. So starting out young, obviously, like the basics, school theater, got some horrible headshots, tried to audition a little bit, was kind of like more focused on being a kid. And I had kind of a rough upbringing, so I was kind of a torn between where my focus was at between the three of those things and everything else. And then... um. My mom did wardrobe, and my stepdad was a key grip, so I would be on sets if I wasn't doing my own thing. Um, and then I got into modeling, a uh, little bit of music videos, um, tried that angle for a minute because I was like, all right, well, I'm seeing that I looked a certain way at a certain time, and I saw what was on TV. I saw what they were 
what they were casting, and it didn't look like me. So I was like, let me find where I can fit in here because I'm going to get in somehow, um, build my fan base. And I kind of knew that in this industry, it's not really – it's a, there's no – rhyme or reason there's no right way or wrong way to go about it you just got to do what you got to do when it happens when it happens or it doesn't um but I did have a bit of a strategy so I saw that you know if you got a following which was this was a while ago it's not even like how it is now where you know you're on Instagram and you have a huge following you get opportunities like this was like okay if you have a small following we'll hand you a script and you can be in our movie I was like, I'm going to try that. I tried that. I was getting, it worked, but I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it. So I stepped away from that and reevaluated a new strategy. And then um, I've just been doing it ever since, I guess, I could walk and talk. So here I am now, and I'm not as successful as I would want to be, but I'm blessed to be working, and I'm constantly grinding. So as you had said earlier, the struggle is real, and indeed it is. So was this something that you always inspired to be as a child, like wanting to get into modeling and acting, or was this something that was kind of like enshrined in you from uh, your parents and family, and where did you go from that? No, my dad was a criminal defense attorney, so he was strictly like academic, intellectual. My mom was like a free spirit, creative, all over the place gypsy, where she had like a million tricks of trades in her bag. Um, uh, uh, What's that saying that they use? Um jack of all trades and a master of none so I didn't really what I want I I was it was born in me like it sounds corny to say but I'm naturally a creative person I naturally enjoy being in front of the camera I I don't mind I don't you know if I'm in a room and all eyes are on me I actually prefer it that way um so it's I remember when I was younger and I would have my little cousin like play with me she would want to play I don't know Barbies and I would want to direct uh, Phantom of the Opera, like little pieces in the living room. So, you know, I think they say like every kid kind of like does what they are, I don't want to say destined to do because I'm saying all these really cliche lines right now, but, you know, we grow up and we're playing with this or playing without our interests in this. So it was, it was my calling, I guess. But, um, but I've ventured into other uh, things that I want to get involved in that I still feel like tie in with being an actress and being in the entertainment industry, but obviously I've expanded my horizon. So at the end of the day, that's my passion. That's what I want to do till I die. But I've um, taken interest in other things as I've come along. Now, what do you, what do you prefer to do more? Do you prefer to do more of the modeling or do you prefer to do the acting? I think that they go hand in hand. I prefer talking. Um, I, I have a lot to say, obviously. So any opportunity that I can to take a role and run with it and be somebody, bring a character to life, I love that. I do like modeling because especially now, like, there's a lot of sexuality, or for me anyways, in modeling, um, I get to really, you know, embrace my body more. I mean, obviously, when you're on camera, you can, but I love my body, so it's a lot. It makes a lot more sense from walking around in lingerie in front of a still camera. Although I'm sure a lot of people would prefer if I do that in front of a, you know, a rolling camera. But I would prefer to have clothes on when I'm doing a film or a television show, and then when I'm 
modeling, you know, I like to like be a little more risque. So I like a bit of both, but I would say I, I lean more towards television and film. Well, I have to say we have one thing in common already off the bat. You said you love your body, and I can't disagree with you there. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but what is what is the exact measurements that you have going on? Um, I'm 34, double D, 25, 36. Okay. Now, you, obviously, looking through all your pictures, you look at you're, you're really fit and you keep in shape. What is uh, How do you stay so fit, like traveling so much? Like, When do you find time to do workouts, and do you work out? Um, it is it is a challenge to stay healthy, especially when you are traveling because you're out all the time eating in nice restaurants, and it's like, how do you say no to this or that? Um, so it's definitely a sacrifice. But I I think with anything, if you want it bad enough, you find a way to make it happen. So for instance, there was uh, what I mean, this was locally, but like I went to the gym the other day and it was closed. And I was like, fuck, man, I need to work out. I haven't worked out, and I'm not really one to, like, work out in my house. I just don't get any, any motivation from that. But um, I wasn't going to let the day end without getting in workout because, I don't know, I just, it just makes me feel good um, to get the blood flowing. So I ran around the parking lot. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't as fun as it would have been if I was inside. It wasn't the ideal uh, situation, but, you know, you make it happen. So when I used to go and do sh shoots in like New York or whatever, or if I would be in Miami, all right, I don't have all the time in the world, but they got a stairwall. So I'm going to go put on my tennis shoes and I'm going to run up and down that motherfucker because it's going to make me feel good. And it's the dedication that I have towards the goals that I want, which is to maintain my figure and stay fit. Um, and as far as eating, you know, I kind of eat like a dog now where I know what I like and I eat what I like and I kind of keep it on that. Because anytime I go outside of that, that's when I start to put on a little bit of pounds and I don't like that. So um, you just, you learn what works for you and you maintain it and you have people come in and try and like, you know, you know, get you back on the, oh, I'll try this. I'll just have a little bit. And whenever I'm sitting around my family, because they don't give a shit, they're just like, come on, it's just this one time. I'm like, no, I can't. And so it's just dedication and just, you know, sticking with, with, um, what works for you having that willpower to uh just say no <laughs> when uh yes treats are being exercise that as much as often <laughs> so you have this really exotic look to you what is your uh your ethnic makeup um my dad's hungarian french and my mom is from liverpool england okay now, I'm do, from LA. now do you do you speak any other languages or no i speak a little bit of spanish um like enough to carry on a, a small conversation, but unfortunately, I am strictly English for now. Strictly English. I, I mean, I know just enough to get me through, like ordering a meal, probably at Taco Bell. But that's I'm fine. a little bit beyond that. <laughs> I can get us out the door and maybe down the block, and you know, make a little bit of conversation. But yeah, I'm right there with you. So well, then I, <laughs> I'm definitely making sure next time I go to Taco Bell or ordering something, I'll have to bring you with me, so this way I don't get mugged or something, and. uh I'll get my food Mugs. and be able to walk oh, away. Shit. Where are you ordering food? <laughs> oh, in, damn. In, in, in the right. bad parts of Philly, you know? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right. So um, how many movies have you done to date? Now, you've done a, a long list of movies, and people can check them out on your website or, you know, like Internet Movie Database. Um, but how many have you done to date? Um, I know I have about 
33 credits, some of which I would rather not mention on my IMDb. Um, I was actually just having a conversation with a fellow actor slash friend of mine the other night. We were just talking about how we want to remove some stuff because it's like, God, we don't even want to talk about this. But um, I would say roughly, I did about four films last year. I have two coming out. Um, I mean, I'm doing about a film a year, so that's good, and that's been for the last 10, eight, 10 years, I want to say. Um, but I think that's good, you know what I mean? Because at one point I was trying to stay working, stay working, and it was compromising the quality of the work that I was putting out. And even still, I can look at the work that I've done, and I'm just like, oh, my God, are you? fuck were you thinking? Um, but as long as you stay working, you learn, you know, from set to set. So I'm happy with everything that I've done because if it's not the best work, then at least I've grown from it and then I move on and take that to the next one. So about a film a year. Now I'm looking through like your modeling pictures that you have online. What do you prefer being, a blonde or a brunette? Oh, that's tough because I'll see a hot blonde working down the street and I'll be like, damn, I want to be a blonde right now. Because, you know, women, we have that natural competitive edge to us. So it's like, I want to rock that. But then I just think there's something about a beautiful, sultry, you know, brunette that walks into the room. And and really, it's the woman, like black hair, red hair, green hair, whatever. Like, confidence is ultimately where it's at. So whether I have blonde hair, whether I have brunette hair, as long as I'm confident and, like, my energy is good, then... I'll rock whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not going to complain either way. <laughs> um, so what is something you still want to do in modeling and in acting? Um, modeling is fun. I would say it's more of a hobby. Um, I'll constantly do it because as the industry has transformed now, you don't really see a lot of top models on all these, you know, like national publications the way that it used to be. You see more actresses. Um, so I, like I was saying, I feel like it goes hand in hand, but, um, in terms of my television and film career, I mean, I would love to book a series, the turnaround on these films, unless you're dealing with somebody that just gets them out like left and right, which can be questionable because that, you know, takes a lot to make a really good project. And so if somebody is getting them out and turning them around really fast, I mean, good for them. That's more of a producer. Um, but I feel like it does compromise things in a sense. So, and, and it's hard. You you want that, like, immediate satisfaction and gratification from, like, okay, I did this, and then people see it, and they're like, oh, I saw you in that. Well, if you're doing a film, it's coming out every year, and it's sometimes more taking two or three years to come out. It's like, where am I going? Where am I? What, have I seen you? It's, so it gets a little bit, you know, like it hurts as a, entertainer and as an actor who who loves doing what I do and when people message me and they're like uh where can I see your stuff at obviously television has a quicker turnaround so I would like to get on a series so that I am you know interacting with people more on on just like the work that I'm doing and it's coming out a lot faster so that would be ideal as a television series and plus you get that residual income and it comes in quite often so you know that makes anybody happy yeah, you gotta love that when the money flow. When the money train is coming in, it's always it's always a good sign. It indeed it is. So, what is uh, something that you will not do as far as modeling goes? Like, I know you have like a pretty like uh, huge 
you know, palette of different looks and designs and different things that you'll do. But what is something that you're just totally like not going to do that? I'm pretty easygoing. Um, I kind of have to step back sometimes and I have to remember that I am putting this out to the public. So I don't want to say that I don't show my true colors, but you kind of have to tailor yourself in knowing that, you know, you can't just lay all your cards out on the table. So I love to be nude. I love to walk around naked. I have no problem with it. If we were all naked, I might not want to see a lot of these people, but I just think it's freeing. Um, But I probably wouldn't do that in modeling only because um, it is very private. Like I want to leave a little bit to the imagination. I mean, there was a point where I was like, I'm not going topless when it came to, to acting. I will not do it. I'm this serious actor. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, they're tits. Get over it. There's a lot of very successful, talented actresses that have bared their breasts and gone on to have great careers. And everybody's got an opinion. So at the end of the day, I, you know, I, I'm going to do what's true to me, but I want to do it in class and style. So whether it's modeling or acting, when the opportunity is presented to me, I will dissect it there and see if it's the best now you say thing you to don't do, and then go forward. You won't do nude, but what is uh, what's one part of your body that you you absolutely love, and one part of their body that you're like, I really would like to not know, show change this? or well change or or get fixed or work on, if anything. Um. So what do I love? Um. I love all of me. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm i a pretty tough critic on myself, so I could, I could probably go from my head to my toes and say I would, you know, tweak this and tweak that. Um, in terms of what I would work on specifically, um, I like great legs, and so right now a goal for me is really building up my hamstrings um, and getting those nice and tight. So that would be something that I would definitely... Am, and am continually working on getting them legs right. Get them, get them right, get them tight. You know, get them right, get them tight. Yeah, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have a little cushion. So you know, I don't want to be walking around like a, like a bodybuilder. Even though there, there is some very attractive women that bodybuild, but it's just not for me. But yeah, like they, like they say, you can do all those sit-ups, but don't lose that butt. You know, so. Just... But don't lose that butt. Yeah, and I did for a minute because I used to be pretty curvy and then i was like all right i need to drop this these pounds um i did and then whoop the ass went because when the ass is real it goes Mm -hmm. um so everything aside from my breasts are real on me so it's a it's a daily struggle just to keep that up like you know and now that having fake ass is like the norm so i was gonna say it's almost commonplace now to have a fake booty yeah it is but and just, I don't knock it. Yeah, but just like fake boobs, you know, you you got to make sure you get it done right, you know, because if you, you don't have it done right, then it just it just looks weird, you know. It does. So there is consequences to having a fake butt, just like there's consequences to having fake boobs. So. Oh yes, there is. Yes, there is. Now, what is uh, what's one thing that guys or girls or people point out to you that they say they really love about you? Like, what's the one feature that they're like? physical feature that they say oh i really love this about you like what's the one thing you get complimented on um universally i would say my eyes i say a lot of people say that i have 
I don't know, captivating eyes or whatever, which is great because for a while it was like, damn, she got ass. And then it was like, ooh, them titties. So when I walk into a room and people are like, wow, you, you have a gorgeous face. You have great eyes. I mean, that's obviously where I want the focus to be is on my face. So I'm happy with that. Well, that's what I always say. And this is not just a sounds like, you know, a complete gentleman because you know whatever the case may be i i always say if you got a beautiful face like i don't i don't really care how big the boobs are how big the butt is and everything but please <laughs> you know i'm going to keep it real why do i every every guy needs i okay i have to interrupt you cuz what i hear from men is all right i go for the body and then i look at the face do you tell me you're opposite I am. That's the honest to God truth. If you have a pretty face, like I can work with everything else. I mean, not to deny, like you have amazing, amazing tits and the rest of the body, so I can, you know, compliment that. But um, no, I would say like the first thing I notice too is the face, the eyes, the like the definition of your face, like the you know the cheekbones and just like how it's shaped and everything. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far deep into this shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love the curve and the cheekbones, girl. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> rub my hands on that. It's like, okay, dude, you've been looking at her pictures way too fucking long, man, if you are noticing all this stuff. But I was curious to see what people say to you. Like, what do they like the most about you? Because that was the first thing that caught my eye was your eyes. So I wanted to see if everybody else was on the same course as I was. So. At least I don't feel oh. too bad now. At least I didn't say, like, oh, you know, I think you have a sexy nose. And you're like, nobody's ever said <laughs> I had a sexy nose. You know, then I feel like a real douche. But, yeah, don't ever say that to anybody because I think the girl would be like, all right, Miss Bethany, something's wrong. Yeah, you're a fucking creep, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, um, now, you were just recently out here in Philadelphia, and I missed you when you were out here. You were here for yeah. Monday Night Football to see the Eagles take on the, the New York football giants. Yes, as sir. Eddie Murphy likes to say. Um, so mm-hmm. you were out here with your boyfriend? My boyfriend and his dad and my dad and his sister. Okay. So where did they become Giants fans and how did you become an Eagles fan? And how the hell do you guys survive being Eagles and Giants fans and being all under one roof? It was awesome. Um, I think, and I say this jokingly, they say, like, you know, like, when a, now that transgender is, like, the new thing, when a man or woman is like, I was born to be a boy, I was born to be a girl. I was born to be an East Coaster. So I love my East Coast people, even though I am from the West. Um, but, you know, so, okay, my boyfriend is from New York. He came out here, and the accent and just the vibe and just, everything about him I was attracted to. So that's where he goes towards the Giants. Obviously, his whole family is diehard Giants fans. Even his uh, thing around his license plate says, like, New York Giants. So he's hard with it. My dad is from Philly, now is on L.A. Um, and I like to, like, play with him a little bit. I mean, I love football in general. I'm not diehard anything when it comes to any particular team. But obviously, I'm going to favor my dad because I'm biased towards him. Plus, I love the color green, and I don't know, Eagles are cool. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. But, but yeah, so it was fun. So when we went to the game, you know, they were all like New York Giants out, and I had my classic jersey on with my Philadelphia Eagles hat, and I was like, yeah, we rocking this. So it was my dad and and me on one side and them on the other, and and it was fun, you know. Like, 
we were fucking with them, and they thought they were going to win, and we took it, and, and there it is. Now, who's your favorite player on the Philadelphia Eagles? Do you currently have a favorite player? I don't have a favorite favorite player. I know that Marco Murray was killing it. I know they had great defense. Um, I was, uh, to be honest with you, I was paying a little bit more attention to the cheerleaders than I was the actual game, but I just like sports in general. Like I was saying, like I'll go to a to a basketball game, I'll go to a soccer game. I just love seeing athleticism at its finest up in person, and I'm not really like going for any one particular player, just as long as the game is good. And, and that was a rough game. Like, it wasn't really a good game. Like, when um, the Clippers, who did they play uh, last night? The, oh, the Clippers. Oh, the, um, I don't even know who the hell they played last night. <laughs> well, anyways, in the, in, in the end of the fourth quarter, it was like 102-102. Like, that's a good game. You know what I mean? Because it's like, who's going to take this? When it's fucking 27-7 and you're already like three minutes at the end of the fourth, it's like, fuck, okay, we, people are leaving already because there's no game there. So I just like the game like, and the competitiveness of it. Um, and I don't really care, honestly. Like, if the Giants would have took it, they would have take, taken it. Uh, just being there was a, was a great experience. And the guys look good in their pants, and they have great bodies, and they're sexy as fuck when they, like, jump on each other. And the women are, like, dancing. Actually, they were freaking their asses off with their little pom-poms. They look cute. So I was happy. I <laughs> just enjoying myself. I'm like, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, so, um, well, that's the one cool thing about, I think, about East Coast versus West Coast is that the, the fan bases out here, I feel like, are a little bit more loyal than... Um, Over there? The West, than West Coast. Yeah, not, not so much loyal. You know what I mean? But I feel like um, there's a lot of people, especially, like, in L.A., Lakers fans, Clippers fans, and this is only my opinion, people, so please do not send me hate tweets. Um... I just feel like a lot of it is to it's like a social gathering out there. Like you only go because you want. Wait, are we to... talking about the East Coast? No, I'm talking about the West Coast. Okay, I okay. Like, I feel like like people go to Clippers games or people go to Lakers games because it's the it thing to do. But then really couldn't tell you anything about the teams. And by the way, the Clippers did beat the Portland Trailblazers last night, one fifteen to one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, that's just my, my, my outlook on it. So uh, I like the fact that you, you got, like, that East Coast mentality that it's just like, no, we're ride or die. Like, we're going we're gonna to support the team, good times and bad. Like, we're not just going to come out when they're winning, and I'm not just going to come out because, you know, it's the it thing to do. No, and I will say – well, okay. Kind of vouching for the West Coast, we have some diehard Dodgers fans out here, and I'm not much into baseball. I mean, I'll go to a game. I'm not really a Dodgers fan. I don't follow it, but they, everybody's like rocking a Dodgers hat. And then the Lakers, I will say, we have some really dedicated fans. I do think it is more of a clicky thing. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to like the Lakers. Um, but what's great about just the East Coast in general is it's like. You know, we're sitting down, we're eating uh, breakfast or brunch or whatever, we're walking down the street, people are walking around, and obviously the game was that day, so that was probably part of it, but there is there is a real, like, pride, and, you know, people are, like, razzing each other, it's like, oh, we're going to take you, and blah, 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 this and blah, blah, that. Here you don't have that. And that's the thing about L.A. in general, is it's just like, we don't talk to people. Everybody's so, like, I don't know you. And when I, and when I spark up a conversation with somebody, they kind of, like, look at me like, why are you talking to me? Why the fuck not am I talking to you? Like, I want to have a conversation with you. I, I just want to, like, say something. I want to have fun. I, I just want to, like, keep it cool. Everybody's so stiff around here. And um, and I think, too, people, like, associate L.A. 
Los Angeles people or whatever, like, is being, like, these uptight, pretentious assholes, and we're not. It's a lot of these people that come here and, like, walk around. They're actually cool as hell, and we're just chill, and I'm the beach. So, uh, you know, I'll talk to anybody. I, I'll i say fuck you to anybody, and it's, like, it's not even, like, meant to be hostile. It's just, like, man, fuck you. What are you talking about? People here are a little bit stiff. So, yeah, they're... There is a difference between the West Coast and the East Coast, clearly, in general, not just pertaining to sports, but, you know, it is what it is, and we do have some, some real some real deal people out here. It's just, you know, few and far between, unfortunately. They're hidden somewhere, but they are they do exist. They're just out there hiding somewhere. Got little gems. <laughs> so, what, um, did you get to see Philadelphia when you're here? Like, did you get to do any sightseeing, and was this your first time to Philly, or...? It wasn't my first time. It had been a very, very long time since I went, and I it's like ridiculous as it is. We went to you know the whole Rocky thing and like did that whole retarded experience <laughs> where we stood in front of the Rocky statue and like put our hands up. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it's a beautiful city, and there's so much history there. Um, so we did walk around downtown. Um, I don't. We went to uh, Chicky Pete's. What is that? Is it Chicken Pete's or Chicky Pete's? Chickies and Pete's, yes. Yeah, we went there. We watched a couple games. I love buffalo wings. So anywhere I go, any city, I, I have to try their buffalo wings. So I had some Chicky Pete's buffalo wings. They were all right. Um, and uh, but I was basically, it was, it was a real casual um, trip. You know, the, the focus was on the game. So we just kind of like chilled out, walked around a little bit, and then saved our energy for Monday night. Now, now, did you did you get to do the full tourist experience and uh, see like things like the Liberty Bell? Did you run up the art museum? I did steps? see the Liberty Bell. Okay, and I did what, see the Liberty Bell. And what was that like? It was. I looked at the Liberty Bell. I mean, it, it was. <laughs> it was a freaking bell. She's like, <laughs> it, was, oh, it was a bell, dude. Yeah, it was a big ass no, bell. There is. There's a lot of history there, and and and, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not as like fascinated by it as I probably should be because it is about it's I mean that whole little uh thing that they did around it where you know they have just everything that it stands for is very educational and it's our history so I probably should be more interested than I was but it was great to go and and you know we walked around all those little different little places like you know like the Jefferson thing and all that stuff and yeah we went up the steps so um but did you get a cheesesteak did you get a cheesesteak while here that was what I was supposed to do, but I opted for the wings. Um, I looked at the cheesesteak at Chicky Pete's or whatever. It didn't look that great, so I didn't feel like I was really missing out. But um, I'll have to go back again and try the cheesesteak. No, I did not. You do. You have to come out and just get your workout ready. You had a Philly soft pretzel. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Did you, did you get it from one of the guys outside the stadium, like in the brown bags? And, oh, and yeah, man, you know, but real deal. Yeah, that's that's how you got to do it. People are all like, "Oh, it's dirty and it's filthy." I'm like, "Dude, it's just like it is what it is." It's yeah. a really soft pretzel, you know. What I mean? If you want, there you go. This ain't fucking Annie Ann's. If you want a, you know, gourmet pretzel, <laughs> you could go to, you know, King of Prussia Mall or go to the gallery or something. But you know, yeah, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. But I want to talk about this X'd Out campaign that you have. Um, kind of explain how it started and your involvement and what it is. So the Excel campaign, my mother and I, because I work with my mother a lot, we stepped away from that, unfortunately, um, 
It began, though, however, and it's still ongoing. There's a lot of, um, as a matter of fact, the last time I was in, I think, JFK, there was a lot of advertisements for human trafficking. Um, that started with my mom, who was just felt like a voice, especially in L.A., needed to be there for these victims of human trafficking. Um, and so she wanted to create this organization and this task force that really helped these uh, safe homes that are all throughout L.A. County, uh, Orange, all throughout Los Angeles and the U.S. that are housing these girls that a lot of people think are prostitutes, and they are, but not by will. Like, these are young girls that are running away or being persuaded by men and uh, put out on the streets and forced to have sex. So people associate human trafficking with third world countries, and obviously it isn't strictly um, associated with sex trafficking because there is, you know, um, workers out in different countries that are getting horrible wages to do what they have to do. Uh, I know Nike had a whole thing where, you know, there's just different forms, there's different levels of actual trafficking. But um, so she rallied us up with a couple people that did um, security work and she worked with some um, different entities and various law enforcement agencies because when she started to develop it, she started to realize that the agencies weren't working together because it was all about jurisdiction. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, we can't do that. So these people that ran these safe houses, they kind of worked in the gray where it was like, okay, we don't have laws to go by, so we can go in and we can, like, help these girls where these uh, agencies are kind of falling short. Um, so we did a campaign um, because, obviously, people, I know me specifically, I'm very visual, so we made it a uh, photo shoot where people were writing, um, you know, messages on their arms about just, you know, stop trafficking children and um, and just try to get it out there. And we had a couple of minor celebrities, you know, volunteer their time, and we did a couple of... Um, fundraising things. We actually went in front of the Nike building on Wilshire Boulevard and held up signs, actually not specifically for sex trafficking, but for just human tra trafficking in general. And uh, and people just don't really care. You know, if it doesn't affect them, it doesn't affect them. And it you need a lot of support. So it kind of um, broke up. And, you know, I know that she still has interactions with some of the people that are actively doing it. But we're not involved in it anymore, unfortunately. So that's that. But it's still a good cause, and uh, I commend you for uh, taking a stand and doing, uh, getting involved in that. Um, but where where can uh, people get more information about you online? I know everybody has a presence online, so where can you be found at online? Um. Oh well. That was great. We just went segue from this very depressing conversation. So now you can find me online. Well, at... it's, well it's a depressing. <laughs> but no, it was a depressing. It's 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 a serious topic, but it's but the positive outlook on it. And the positive thing is that you guys, there's people out there like yourself who had a voice and are you know sticking up for something that most people would probably not acknowledge and it would just go to the wayside so at least there was somebody up there who had a voice and was at least bringing attention to the situation and even the little bit of attention that was brought to it it could only help improve the situation so i wouldn't say yeah. it's you know totally depressing thank you 
So now I'll do my plug. <laughs> so I'm for glad my... that I was able to bring that all back around again and stay face for you. Um, no, I agree, though. Um, I'm my website, www.arialondon.com. I'm on Twitter at underscore arialondon, Instagram, arialondon. Um, and that's it for me. I'm not on LinkedIn or Vine or any of that stuff. I, so that would be that would be it, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, my website. And if you go to my website, you can find the links to all of my social uh, spaces there. And that's it. I think you can check out our website and look at all the photos and just stare at them as I've been doing through the entire interview. Um, They're pretty tame. They're pretty tame. Well, where are the untamed pictures? I mean, this is where this is what we want to see. They're in my phone. Oh, well, this is I, I do have the phone number. It is an eight one eight number. So I mean, if you want to just you know send those over to me, to text, right. you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm totally down with that. I won't share it. You know what I mean? It's you know it could be an MMB exclusive to myself. You know, but. Uh. You know, you know, I mean, yeah. that's totally up to you. It's totally up to you. I'm going to send you pictures of my cheekbones. <laughs> because I have that obsession with the cheekbones and everything. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I kind of killed myself when I said that, you know. Damn. Not going to get any <laughs> of those exclusive photos. Damn it. That's hilarious. But, um, all right, well, that, you know, so we don't want to leave this on, like, a sour, depressing note. So, uh, like, just real quickly, kind of tell people, like, what is a normal day for you? When you're not modeling, like what kind of music do you listen to? What kind of hobbies do you have? Like this is the eHarmony profile for you, all if, right. you were, if you were single. <laughs> um, I love all types of music. I recently left Pandora and went over to Spotify, which I'm loving right now. Um, obviously, I like my trap music. Um, and then I like uh, just whatever the mood calls for. I like Tiesto. I like a little bit of... Um, like jazz I'll listen to anything I'm not really like oh I won't listen to that so when I put on my Spotify it's just like okay if I'm running and running into some I don't know maybe Lil Wayne or Mac Miller or Drake um and then if I'm chilling at my house and I'm studying because I'm on I told you I'm on that mind that mind grind right now um like I don't know Beethoven or Sade or something that just kind of like relaxes me and then a day-to-day thing for me is um, go to the gym, and I'm going to be taking my real estate exam on Monday. So wish me luck for that. Um, I just partnered, or not partnered, but got brought into a brokerage firm so that I can start getting on my real estate hustle. And then I'm um, looking to launch my online retail store for women in January. So I'm putting all those ducks in order. So... I am on education right now and just getting my my shit together. So that's what my day consists of is reading what I need to read, doing what I need to do, and not wasting time because time is of the essence. And uh, you got to look good, but the mind is everything. So that's what I'm doing. Now, there was one thing I got to make sure I get in because I was told to ask this, and uh, we had it with Andrea Prince. Um, I was told by uh, True Imagery. Okay. Mm. He wants to wants to hear your your side of the story of the infamous pool table photo shoot, mm. and um, how did that all go down? I mean, we heard Andrea's you know story, but now we got to hear your side of the story and you know try to piece this thing together. Like, what happened there? Hey, when Andrea and I get together, and then we have another uh, little culprit in our trio, um, it's crazy. Uh, 
we have a lot of fun. So she was shooting with Trill um, imagery and was like, I, I hadn't modeled in a minute, so I was like, come on, man, I want to I wanna get... Uh, I want to get true with you. So I hit her up, and we orchestrated it. And then next thing you know, we're on a pool table, and her tits are, like, flying out. And I'm like, Andrea, you got to cover this up. But we have fun with each other. And nothing against – I talk about uh, hate tweets. I Like, let me put for the record straight. I have nothing against the gay community. I love the gay community. I have, I have no problem with it. But we'll do these – stupid things that will be like, oh, that'll make me gay, man, right? So the whole time we were on the pool table, like, I would be playing with her, like, I don't know, a little bikini string or whatever, or we would, like, pretend like we were going to be, like, you know, all up in each other's face, kissing, not literally kissing, but very close. And then we would, you know, joke around and laugh and be like, well, you know, that would make me, you know, gay, right? So, I don't know, we just had fun, and, and obviously we got some good pictures out of it, so it was cool. It was true. So you guys did like your little freaky photo shoot on the pool table, and um, yeah, I heard that people were like bitching, and they were like, "This is uh, how can you have this here?" And like, it, it, we 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 went back in time, you know, and uh, just it was <laughs> it was yeah, no, they weren't really bitching. Security did come out, but you know, there was a lot of like, there was a lot of uh, TNA going on, so I'm sure they were concerned since we were in a public environment. And there's little kids um, walking around from time to time. But, you know, all in good nature. Nothing. It's not like a lot of the stuff that I'm sure you're accustomed to with these triple X girls that you be uh, interviewing. So it was a little tame compared to what I'm sure you're <laughs> you're used to talking about. Regardless if you don't do porn. You know what I mean? You're still freaking... I watch out. porn. <laughs> you do? Okay. How often yeah. do you watch porn? <laughs> I watch it. I, it's educational. It really is. It really is. Um, so probably maybe once or twice a week. And, then, and are you getting like like tips or tricks from it? Like 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 are you learning like techniques from it? Like are you studying? It yeah, all, I'm the whole thing. It's it's a I, I multitask when I watch it. I'm enjoying myself. I'm learning some things. I'm being entertained. It's a full. I get the full. You know, I take as much as I can out of the experience every time. But are you truly enjoying yourself? Air quotations. <laughs> but from time to time, yeah. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend partake in it quite frequently. In in sex or masturbation or well, watching porn or all three? <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> okay. okay. What, yeah. is your, what is your favorite types of porn to be analyzing? Since now I can add to the title of porn analyst. Mm, um... I like that real stuff. Like, I don't like, I mean, when it seems very, like, uh, I don't know. I just like when it looks more real. So I don't have, like, a, I know, like, a, a guy that I recently met that's a businessman that I like. His company is Archangel. So mm -hmm. I told him I'm going to check out some of his videos and just see what they're at. But as long as the girls look good and, and it's and it's not too corny, I enjoy it. And, you know, there's, like, I love Belladonna. Like, I I love Belladonna, so that's somebody that I enjoy to watch, uh, and you know. Are you attracted yeah. to women, or are you just kind of like just like watching them on porn? No, I love women. I think women are beautiful. Um, I I I am 
strictly dickly, if that's what you're asking. Like, I will, my, I love my man, and I want to be with my man, but I can appreciate a beautiful woman all day. I think they're gorgeous. So if a woman approached you, you wouldn't be, like, somewhat interested or, like... Um, I mean, it depends. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for having fun. It would probably be a very fleeting experience, but it's not, I mean, I wouldn't like wife her up and say we're together now. Um, but I, you know, I would live in the moment if the moment felt right, whatever. So it wouldn't be something where you would date a girl, but you would be okay with no. it just being sexually. Yeah. Okay. Now, would, would Why you, not? Would you be the type of person that would be the aggressor or would you want a, a woman to kind of take charge of you? It's funny because when I'm with women, I find that I'm more aggressive. Like, and when I say when I'm with women, because I'm not, I'm not um, implying that I'm with women sexually often. But I'll find that whenever I am in front of a beautiful woman, I am a bit. I put on a bit of my more like masculine side. Um, uh, so I would probably be more of the aggressor. I would say, yeah. So you, so you are admitting that you have been with women sexually, then. Um, yeah, but not regularly. not regularly. And I do a lot of flirting. So, like, if I see a woman, like, if I go into a strip club with my boyfriend, he's like, you're worse than my guy friends. Because <laughs> I'm very, like, you know, I'm like, let's get a dance from her, let's get a dance from her. And, and there's a there's a level of respect. Like, I'm not going and, like, trying to, like, abuse these women. But, you know, I, I have fun. Okay, you have fun. So you, so you are the aggressor, so, like... Have you like have you ever gone down on a woman? Like, kind of take us through this. I'm interested in this now. No, I haven't, and I'm very. And there's a reason. Like, I'm very. I'm kind of a germaphobe, so I gotta really like. That's something that I don't know. I I would have to really, really be in the moment because there's something very. I don't know. Women. I don't know. Not all of them are as clean as they should need to be. But it's okay for them to go down. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's all it's all how I'm feeling at that time. The chemistry's there, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Okay, okay. So, so, yeah. so or like, can we, can we confirm that you've had women go down, or, like? <laughs> uh, I'll leave that to the imagination. So leave it to the imagination. See, yeah. now, see, now, when I hear answers like that, that's why I'm like, it's a sure bet, you know. But that's cool, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, yeah. I, I'm all, I'm, I'm down with that. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at them. I would have went down. Shit. There you, you go. <laughs> well, like I said, we appreciate you uh, calling in and talking to us a little bit, and uh, so much great things that you have going on, and we hope to see much more and much success to you. And uh, is there anything else you want the fans to know before you get out of here? Um, thank you for having me. Um, I just want to say thank you for this time. I appreciate everybody that's following me in my journey that's ongoing. And I just want to encourage women and everybody, actually, to just, you know, every, we all have a purpose. Um, and I, I don't want to get all like, this isn't about being mushy. This is like real shit. We all have a purpose out there. So make sure that what you do every day, you're doing what you love. And you can have that, that hustle on the side that, that fuels your passion and, and 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 your drive, but just you know, time is of the essence, and you only have one life to live. So don't let it go by the wayside, and and work on what you love, and and make something for yourself because you're worth it, and and make it happen because you can. 
the, wor- the words of wisdom there. <laughs> we appreciate it. There you it. go, man. <laughs> uh, we appreciate it again. And uh, like I said, we'll be talking to you real soon. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is Aria London, and I'm here with Nick Smaster B on MMB Radio.